Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Cruise Control on Africa Tech Radio. My name is Buki and today I'm just your captain. I mean, we like to cruise and have fun and while we go through social and, you know, tech innovations and just see what's happening in the world while we try to just stay centered. We're cruising at the same time we're in control. So welcome to Cruise Control. Today I'm speaking with a fitness and personal trainer. I mean, everybody wants to keep fit. And I'm in the studio wearing my fitness gear. I mean, I came ready because I like to keep like, I want people to see me and be like, oh, your bones, your glutes, everything is popping. And you know, people are like into this fitness lifestyle now. So I decided to bring somebody on air with me so we can have this conversation of how we can stay fit through this period and Despite the economy situation, I mean, we're definitely going to stay afloat and keep fit. So I have with me Skip. Skip is a fitness and personal trainer. That's as much as I know. And I don't know his real name. So today we get to find out, just like me, we will be finding out his real name. And of course, he can make a proper introduction of himself. Hi, Skip. Hey. Thank you very much for, hey. for having me. And then, thanks for coming hello, listeners. How are you guys holding up? Say that again. I said thanks for coming through. Nah, it's all right. Okay, like I always say, I got you. Anytime you need me, just give me a ring. That's all. That's all you need. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So tell us your real name and give us a proper introduction of who you are, what you do, and why you do what you do. First of my real name is uh, Babajide Balogun, and then I go by the name Skip as well. And I'm a fitness trainer. I've been I've been in the fitness industry for about six to seven years now. And, and I can say, yeah, from the beginning, it's quite challenging. But then again, over the years, I've been able to grow in leaps and bounds, so to speak. And um, yeah, what else What else can I say? And I can actually say it's been a solid journey so far, so good. Being and then I trainer, would right? really wish. Say that again. I said being a fitness trainer has been a solid journey. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Ups and down, no doubts, like like all businesses. But then again, um, it's definitely going to make you think as an individual, you know. So, yeah. I like the intro. You you literally just went around all my conversation and it's quite short, but don't worry. I'll actually drill you for what I want from you. <laughs> but let's take it back a bit to bye how... Bye. So let's take it back to how it all started, how you got into fitness, uh, becoming a personal trainer. Was it, was there a time you were really, really enthusiastic about like physical health journey and, uh, you just enjoyed, um, exercising, being fit, like, you know, how in secondary school we do PHE and most, some people really want to do it. And some people don't want to participate. Well, you that person that is always super excited when it's time to go out and exercise and you know, take us through the journey. Oh, yeah. Particularly, I wouldn't say I was um, super excited. Mm-hmm. True story. My dad used to play football when he was in Benin. He used to play football for the local teams in Benin. And then, uh, you know, I think um, it's more or less like I actually inher- uh, inherited this um, idea of being fit from, mm-hmm. from him. And then to the issue of me being in school. Well, like I said, it wasn't something I was really, really interested in. Mm. But then again, over time, I wouldn't say I picked fitness. All I can say is fitness picked me. Mm. Do you understand? I like when people use that statement. No, I didn't choose it. It chose me. Yeah, most definitely, you know. So, you know, and then back in secondary school, primary school, I usually go for competitions 
be good in football and then I run as well. So, you know, it's something that chose me. Let me, for lack of a better word, let me put it that way. I used to so, run yeah. in school. Oh. I used to run back then in my secondary school. Then when I got into university, I, was, I didn't know what to do. But why didn't, why didn't fitness choose me? <laughs> <laughs> because I used to win, I used to win like uh, trophies for my school, and fitness didn't choose me. Can you imagine? Well, so- well, <laughs> well. I, I I I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But you know what the thing is, if you look at it this way, to me, I tend to say it's at um something I'm really passionate about. Mm. To be honest, I wasn't really passionate about it as a kid. Mm. But um, as I grew older, I became I became really uh, I invested so much of my time in it, you know, workouts, what I eat, and then um, things I do on a daily basis, and the things I don't do, and then to to not to bust anyone bubbles, I don't drink, neither do I smoke. Mm. So yeah, um, it's 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 a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing, and I would really like it if everyone. Well, obviously, it's not possible, but then again. If everyone can actually get involved in anything that has to do with physical fitness, it might actually not be something rigorous. At least taking a thousand or two thousand steps every other day will will be something to to look into. You understand? So I like the fact that you yeah. mentioned uh, people should try to get into any form of fitness. Fitness also goes with wellness. Uh, what does wellness mean to you? How will I put this though? I really don't see anything within wellness and um, fitness because if you mention wellness you're actually talking about your own being mm-hmm. do you understand like wellness has to revolves around fitness wellness revol- revolves around um what you eat on a daily basis wellness itself revolves around generally living a healthy lifestyle do you understand mm. so technically that's how i would put word wellness I mean, as a personal trainer, there's a point you get to and you start defining the type of training you take up, the one you don't want to take. But before we get into what a personal trainer detects, how does one become a personal trainer, especially in Nigeria? Well, first off, you need to be passionate about it. Do you understand? In Nigeria now, I can say personal trainer is developing or personal training rather Mm -hmm. is developing. And then uh, for you to become a, a personal trainer, like I said, you need to be passionate first off. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, you need to get the necessary qualifications for it. And then a third, well, to me, I think you need to be fit as well for you to be qualified to be the called or to be termed a personal trainer. You have to look the part. You need to, you need to look the part. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, and, I, I wouldn't uh, pay a personal trainer that has a pot belly to come train me. I mean, what, what are we doing? <laughs> Well, yeah, well, that is you. And then, look, to be honest, uh, like I said, I'm currently on holiday and mm-hmm. then I've been to quite a few gyms mm-hmm. where I am at the moment. And I can I can tell you that what I've seen is nothing compared to what we have back in Nigeria. Oh. Like, when I talk in terms of the personal trainer or, yeah, the fitness trainers in Nigeria, like, you see, like, 90% of them, this is, don't, don't follow my word, but at least for the people that I've seen in Nigeria, they are completely fit. But where I am at the moment, I've seen your trainer and I'm like, nah, dude, you can actually look this way and say you want to train me. Please, I, I'm that? curious, where are you at the moment? Do you want to share? I'm uh, currently on holiday. Mm, well, okay, well, fine. Yeah, I'm in England on holiday. Okay. But so, I always see videos yeah. of them looking very, you know, chested, no. arms. So what's, Well, what's true. Mm-hmm. 
but the thing is never believe everything you see on the ground do mm. you understand don't believe everything you see on the ground most of them well i'm not saying all but some of them might be photoshopped <laughs> Oh, yes. shots, shots, shots. So, until you see things yourself, that is when you need to start believing that, yeah, okay, yes, this is mm. this is it, and then this is not it. So, let's talk about understand? licensing. So, okay, on, let's talk on. about licensing, being a personal trainer. Do they get license? Do they get registration numbers? How do they operate? In Nigeria, I really don't know of any licensing or any numbers. I don't know if things have changed or if laws have changed now. Mm-hmm. I really don't know anything about that. But what I do know is technically, yes, you get you get certified for it. You get the necessary trainings for it. And then if, take for instance, I'm looking for a job at the gym. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I actually see an opening at the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, first mm-hmm. thing when you're getting interviewed would be, look, have you done this before? One, uh, do you have the necessary qualifications for it? Two, and then, yeah. From there, you know, you know if you're qualified for the job or not. But for me, I actually believe that, look, for you to become one, you need to get the necessary qualifications or training trainings for it. Is there like a school? But in Nigeria right now, I don't think there is anything that has to do with registration or numbers for it. Okay. You know, like I said, it's still, it's still a developing profession. I think until it gets to that peak, that is when, yes... Uh, law laws need I, well I, I wouldn't say until it gets there but i think uh, right now laws should be put in place where you know there should be technically some form of check and balances if you understand what i'm trying to say yeah i asked that because of um security reason i mean getting a personal trainer means the person is coming into your personal space and sometimes you get to share your personal life i mean you've had clientele that are like maybe at the top of the society and you've had some that you just probably have to work with and they discuss their life issues with you you're privy to some information so i'm i'm looking at it at the security uh level that i'm asking is there a license base so is the, if there's no license and registration number is there like an association oh yes yes definitely there are some fitness association in nigeria no doubt then again we're still working with certain individuals who let's say a uh, quarter and a quarter, high end, so to speak. And then they share some personal information with you. Obviously, you can't actually go out and share those information with other people because I believe that is where your professionalism comes in. Mm-hmm. Professionalism comes in. Mm-hmm. Things they say to you, you just need to keep it to yourself. And then, um, obviously, for me, I can speak for myself. I know that when I, when I actually work with um, um, high-end clients, things they say to me, it's always, always with me till I die. Uh, there's no point sharing that with anyone. Do you understand? So professionalism is really key when it comes to things like this. And then you can actually go out and say things you're going to say. Obviously, these people are powerful. They know how to deal with you. Mm. Do you understand? So you just have to, so you have you to, be, have to be professional. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, for me, I've had I've had clients for about six or seven years that are still with me till now. You know, so it depends on it's all boy it all boils down to what you do, your services that you offer, then most importantly your professionalism. Okay, so, so um, yeah. I like the fact that we're talking about client because I'm just thinking if you've ever had like a difficult or challenging client that whatever you're just trying to do, this person is not even encouraging because sometimes the personal trainer tries to get uh, the the client to be in the mood to exercise, to do some certain exercises or certain um, 
routines. So have you ever had like a difficult and challenging clients you've worked with? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I can say the most challenging clients I've had was uh, clients I've had were definitely a, I think, a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old kid. Really? You know, uh, it, yeah, yeah. He was really reluctant to get in shape. Not just get in shape, at least just just to move around. Because obviously he was used to his routine, school, home, eat, school, home, eat, that kind of thing. That's There's no form of, um, you know, physical exercises whatsoever first thing first you need to know you need to understand your clients you need to get them to do things that uh they find interesting do you understand so that's one thing you need to always look at fine first few weeks or first few months might be really difficult but over time as soon as you build that rapport that um, connection they tend to dance to your own tune look this is what i need you to and this is how I want you to do. First few months for me when I had when I had this uh, 12-year-old kid was really difficult for me, I won't lie. But then again, I got used to him. Then he began to do things that I actually wanted him to do. So like I said, it boils down to your connection, your rapport, and then how you can have that client do what they enjoy. And then from there, you can actually pick Yeah. I mean, not just children. I'm sure you work with grown-ups too. And if, oh, yeah, of course, of course. If my eyes serve me right, Skip, I know how you look. I can dream about it. I can close my eyes and just describe how you look. And most personal trainers, they always have this look. And even our boyfriends and our partners sometimes are threatened by how our personal trainers look. Uh, have there been any situation where you have females, like, you know, coming after you because of how you look? and they're distracted or they keep telling you to come back to train them more because of how you look yes i've had i've had situations like that just mm. once do you understand mm. then again like it's it boils down to how professional you are mm-hmm. because obviously for me i know look going into a business like this these are the things that you are expected that are, that are expected to happen from from the work like this to me it's it's all I, I just have to be professional because look take for instance yes you someone uh one of your clients mm-hmm. actually gave me a green light or is actually giving you a green light and then oh go for that then again so many things will change yeah with you and the client it's either that uh look the money she was paying you she's not paying you that much that much money again because <laughs> obviously you guys are now you're tapping <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So things like that, things like that would definitely change. Hmm. But for me, it, it just has to, I just have to be professional about it. I, I've heard of cases where um, I hear other trainers like, yes, he's doing this with her or she's doing this with him, you know, things like that. Hmm. And things like that would definitely give um, personal training a bad name. Okay. Like think for instance now, I'm a man, right? And then probably my friend's wife wants to get a personal trainer. And I'll be like, dude, don't, don't, don't actually, t- don't let your wife get a personal trainer because of what I've heard about all the trainers. Mm-hmm. This is what you do when you're not home. Your wife would definitely be with the personal trainer at home alone. You obviously, you know what's going to happen. You know, so when things like this happen, obviously it's going to give um, a professional like this a bad name. And then for me, I just have to be a professional for that thing. I'll cut you out. Immediately you start showing me things like that. I'll just cut you out because I have other people who are on my neck who are like saying, I need you to come train me. And then this is what you're showing me. It, makes, it literally makes no sense. I Do mean, you understand? I mean, you're not about mixing business with pleasure. You're direct. I'm here for no, business. Let's not. get of into it. Not. Look, 
I'm, I'm all about my paper. Do you understand? I get my bag and then you I secure the bag. You're all about your bag. Exactly, exactly. You can, you can. There's, there's always time for all the, all these things. Mm-hmm. But right now, we just have to concentrate on how you can build yourself, how you can build whoever you're working with, and then move on to the next level. Mm. It's, it's as simple as that. I mean, when trying to you know. build the body, like bodybuilding, basically trying to achieve a body goal and everything, there are certain exercises that we do. Have there been any funny experience where you ask your clients to do certain things and they get there after watching you, like just show them, okay, this is what you're going to do. They get there and they do something else. And it's not just once, they always do it. So how do you help the person build that mindset that it's possible? You can actually do it. Okay, good question. Again, like I said, it has to be, it has to, yeah, it has to, it revolves around connection. First of all, you're working with anyone, you need to connect with that person. Mm. And when they do certain exercises and that they don't get right, obviously it's your duty to correct them, to get, to show them the very good form. Mm. This is how you do it. These are the necessary uh, equipment you need to get this do you get what i'm trying to say yeah so again you need to be vigilant you need to be you need to be open-minded because obviously uh there are exercises that you show certain people that oh come rain or shine they won't be able to get it but for every exercises there's always a modification to it take for instance the push-ups there's a regular push-ups and then there's a modified push-ups if I'm working with a client and then I say, look, our target today is about, take for instance, 30 or 50 push-ups before this section runs out. Obviously for me, I can do the regular push-ups. But if I'm working with someone who has never done push-ups before, there are certain modifications I can do. First, I will tell you to go on your knees, then place your hands down rather than taking your knees off the ground. If you are taking your knees off the ground, you're doing the harder one. But the modified version, your knees will be on the ground and then you can press back and forth. So if you can build the strength over time, over time, then they can elevate to the regular push-up. That's just an that's just an example I'm trying to create for you. So technically, for every exercise you do, you need to show them the modified version first. And then you need to you need to you need to understand their strength and their weaknesses. So yeah, that's it. I mean, you talked about strengths and weaknesses. There are certain exercises that you need to build over time. You have to be a primary before you advance, before you start like getting it on your own and all of that stuff. But there are certain days that people usually complain about, like leg days. People complain, oh, leg days are so hard. Or whenever I finish this particular exercise, like plunges, planks, like they feel sore. So are there... um? exercises that your clients usually complain about like and how do you assure them i'm not i know similar to what you just said but i just believe there are certain exercises that people complain about no matter how good they're yeah, gen- trying to get yeah generally i don't, really don't think is it's 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 about leg day back day arms day or what have you mm-hmm. it's none of that it's none of those rather but exercise generally it's going to make you sore. You can't really escape it. I can tell you for a fact, I've been working out for God knows how long. And uh, yesterday I was in the gym and I can tell you right now, I'm completely sore. It's something that doesn't go away. It's something that sticks with you for, for a very long time. Mm. But if you're trying new exercises, obviously you're going to get sore. Mm-hmm. You, you, 
can miss that. So when people complain about, uh, yeah, I'm being, I'm so, I'm this and that, it's something that is bound to happen. You really, I mean, emphasis on really, you really can run away from it. You will definitely get so, no matter how many years you've been training, you will really, def you definitely get so. So, I mean, talking about getting sore, most people complain about, like, you know, I'm sore, I don't I don't want to go today, I don't feel like going to the gym anymore. Like, I don't think, when they think about, ah, my body's aching, all the pains I would feel and deal with, they don't want to go, they start procrastinating. What do you advise them to do in that moment where they're yeah, just have to, to keep on grinding. Mind? You just have to keep on going. Because I'm trying new exercises today. Oh, I'm trying new exercises today, like right now, this minute, hmm. right? And then I get up the following morning and I'm completely sore. What do I do? I don't stop. I'll go again. Hmm. I'll do that again. I'll do that over and over again till I don't get sore from that particular exercise again. Because if I do it now and then by the following day, I get really sore. And I'm like, look, flip it. I'm not going to do this no more. And I go back again. I start all over again. Could you? I can tell you that the pain will be twice as hard as the first time. That's how it works. So if you get sore today, fine, you might decide, look, I want to take a day off. I want to take two days off. It's understandable. But just don't give up. You just have to keep going. Do you understand? You have to keep on going to build that strength, okay. to build that energy. So that's that's how it works. You just, don't, you just don't wake up and say, look, nah, this is not for me. I'll just give up. Because I've always believed in one thing. One thing. Uh, no professional you see today. I mean, all professionals you see today started from somewhere. And I'll second that yes, with the fact sir. that when you're when you're building body or you're trying to get into a particular shape, you don't see instant results. Because I've been there, and I I I just kept exercising. I just kept like doing my part, doing my part. And the time I saw my results, it was really obvious and drastic. But the first few months, there was no physical sign. So I actually, I would actually say from me to you listening, I've been there, I've tried it, and you just have to continue going. That's the energy you have to put into it. Let me ask yes. you about business. Let's talk about All business. Right, uh, personal training, being a professional fitness uh, instructor all of that it's business and yes, people are getting into this type of business what do you think about competition is it competitive and how do you deal with it yes uh, personal training is competitive really i mean really competitive but then again you just need to provide something that actually make you stand out from from the pack mm -hmm. do you get what i'm trying to say um, like for me now, and say what actually made me stand out from everyone else was anytime I train you, right? I I always check back. Like, let me give an example. Take for instance, I meet a new clients today, right? Mm. And then yeah, we finished training today. Before you get up the following morning, you send my text that ah, you really did well. This 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 and that. Okay, by the end of the month, if you can drop um, maybe let's say two kg mm. in weight. Take for the person that's trying to lose weight. By the time you drop two kg in weights, I'll give you a five percent discount. Oh, or I'll give you a ten percent discount. Everyone loves discounts. You understand exactly. So you just need to provide something that uh, will make you stand out from everyone else. Don't just do every the same thing that yeah, trainer A is doing or trainer C is doing or trainer D is doing. Now, for me, what I do again is I really I predominantly don't base all my exercises on running, jumping. You know, things of that nature, I don't. If I don't do weights, 
I do calisthenics. For those who don't know what calisthenics is or are, calisthenics basically are body weight exercises. Your push-up, your squats, your pull-up and all that nature. Mm-hmm. And all those things. Those are called um, calisthenics. Okay. So I mix my training with compound exercises, calisthenics, uh, dance bands and whatnot. So with that, at least you're giving whether you're working with several options. Okay. If I'm not doing weights today, this is what I'm doing today. So with that, you would definitely stand out from the pack. I mean, do, do, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's I, totally competitive. Don't get me wrong. But you just need to bring in something. Well, I wouldn't say new because obviously there's really nothing new under the sun. But you just need to bring in something that will make you stand out from the rest. Do you understand? So, yeah. Speaking of standout, I know you guys literally just teach people new routines all the time. You just be like, try this, try this. Is it that you have these routines mentally saved in your head or you watch other videos or you encourage your your students to actually watch some videos and let them let you know what exercise they want to get into? I'm just trying to get into your head space and see how you come up with these routines. Okay, yeah, good question. Um, obviously, there are loads of exercises you can, see, you can watch on YouTube. And uh, you just have to be creative about your exercises as well. You can see some exercises online and be like, okay, look, what exactly can I add to this or what can I take away from this? And then for me, which, which for every client I have, um, a day before I meet them up, mm. I usually create a list of exercises I want to do with them. Oh, okay. Do you understand? And then exercises I did with you last month or two months ago, um, I'm still going to do them with you probably three or two months down the line. But obviously, with um, I'll, I'll take it up a notch a oh. bit. Do you understand? Yeah. So exercise itself has to, has, to, has to bring the creativity in you as a fitness. Okay, I'm doing push-ups today. How can I make uh, my push-ups more advanced? Mm. What exactly can I do to modify my push-ups? So things like that, would think about, would usually think about them. All right, I'm going to the gym or I'm going to my client's house. This is what I'm going to do with him. This is what I'm going to do with her. But obviously with a different style. So for business, there are days where business is good and there are days where business has just dry spell. Dry spell in the sense that no business, everywhere is dry. I mean, what do you do on days like that? What I can say is I've really never had that much problem with uh, business when it comes to my work. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Like, the only thing I can say is, uh, okay, maybe I'm actually doing, uh, for six months, I'm really good. Mm. The next six months, I... Yeah, my finances wasn't that good. I mean, your checklist for bookings are like on the slow, like you're just trying to see if you can add more clients. I offer, yeah, exactly, exactly. What I do is I just offer people online services. Mm. Like, look, I'm doing online service by so time. If you're really interested, key in. I'm only charging you X amount of money, which is really, which is peanuts. So since I'm, I don't have people I'm actually working with at that time, I have people I can you know go up to online and I make I make sales from that. And another thing I do is when obviously things are actually not going that well, I sell fitness equipment like the ones you can use in your house, like gym ball, medicine ball, resistance band, ab rollers, and and then what have you. 
I mean, you're never so, going out of business. You're always in business, always open for business. Yeah, like you said, like you said, like you said, like you said. That's 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 where your creativity has to come has to come in. Mm. Like, yeah, there are days where I think for every businesses, there are days where you know, I mean, I'm I'm you're really not smiling to the bank, but you just have to you just have to be on your feet. You just have to keep thinking. They, what what else can I do to this? What 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 can I spice up? Um, what can I add to my work and and whatnot so that's just how you need to you need to think about it it's it's business you're not making you're not making uh, seven figures year in year out do you understand or monthly you just have to you know think of what you do create something you know so that's 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 just it it's it's, it's really difficult sometimes but then again when you look back at it, look, I'm, I'm still the same guy that actually made X an amount of uh, money a few months ago. So when things are done right now, it's, it's understandable. But definitely, you're going to pick back. You're, you're going to pick up again. And obviously, for me, I wouldn't say about all that fitness trainer. Mm. Four, six months is always your peak period. Like January, February, that kind of thing. You know, When people December, are back from the holiday. Yeah, when you are back from your Christmas holiday, New Year holiday, and all that business, you you eating a whole lot. <laughs> so if you're January till summer, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody wants to look good from a summer body, what's what not. <laughs> yeah, and then three months after summer, it, it goes down a bit, and then the picks up. So technically, if you if you ask me, I think from July, August, September is always you know it's always down a bit. People come and all that. Then from November, December. Business yeah, it picks true. up a little bit, but January it goes up. That's a so good. I think yeah, you would die. Something, something you can actually live with. Mm. Uh, I like so, the fact yeah. that business is always open for you. So encouraging other uh, fitness trainer or personal trainer to look into other aspect of business they can actually channel their mind into. Speaking of, we have artificial intelligence, and artificial intelligence is here to save the world just like the internet and technology, but it's kind of taking jobs away from people as much as it's here to save the world. We have robotics, we have on phones now, you have things doing something you'd have actually gone to a secretary to do. You can actually just do it on your phone, book an appointment and all of that. When it comes to fitness, you get apps that come into your face as promotions, ads and everything, but we are skeptical about downloading them. Do you think for those people that can't afford personal trainer, downloading such apps or looking into getting an app that can actually be a form of instructor does it work do you advise people to go for it yes i mean like look if you can actually if you can actually afford a personal trainer obviously there's there's really nothing stopping you from doing that but if you can't afford a personal trainer then then again you need to look at other um other aspects as well okay fine i have internet on my phone I can get maybe 10 gig of data on my phone. Mm-hmm. I get this app and I can do this probably three or four times a week. Yeah, it's understandable, but if you can actually go for a fitness trainer, there's really nothing stopping you from that. Why? Because if you look at uh, artificial intelligence, um, you downloading app and whatnot, mm. obviously there are certain people that really like it to have someone put them through. Take for instance, you're watching a video, you want to squat. You know, uh, you having someone with you can actually show you how to squat properly mm. in order for you to avoid injury. But for you watching videos online, I'll be like, oh, yeah, if he's doing this, if he can squat this way, let me squat this way. And then maybe you do that, then probably you heard a snap on your back. Mm. Then what happens? 
So there are two ways to this thing. Um, getting a, a, personal, a personal trainer can actually show you exactly what to do. And don't get me wrong, there are some people that can actually watch a video that really understand how the exercise exercise work. And obviously there are those who will watch and watch and watch and then they can really get a proper form for it. I mean, so if you can afford it, go for it. Then if you can't, so then you can, you know, look for other substitutes as well. Nice. Because I've had a friend, uh, she was doing certain exercise. Like, you know how they have... Uh, you can stay in the house and exercise without going to the gym. So she was exercising. Yeah. She wasn't hatching her back so well. And I'm thinking, oh, you're not tightening your stomach muscles and all of that. I'm just trying exactly. to give her some example. And she was exactly. like, she never thought of it because most times she sees them doing it. Like she was watching on YouTube and she noticed that they are doing it and complain that, oh, this should be like burning you right now but she says she doesn't feel any burn so i kind of understand where the personal trainer would help set you right but when people are exercising they set the mood by the kind of song they listen to i mean your playlist also gives you that motivation to keep going so as a personal trainer and there's also something we do here we take afro shuffle can you give us three songs or let me say five i mean give us five good songs you like to um, plugging when you're taking your training session well to me basically it has to be if um if i'm actually training mm -hmm. it has to be upbeat anything that can give you the sound most definitely Afro, Afro beats has to be there and then um hip-hop there as well you know heavy bits technically mm -hmm. is what people really use when it comes to you know you you working out I really can pinpoint and say this is the kind of song I listen to or the kind of song I play when, you know, I'm having a session with my clients. But all I can say is Afrobeats, upbeat Afrobeats, that's, that's, that's what I keep into. Yeah, give us some Afrobeats now. Give us a list. Five lists. Yeah, obviously, uh, Whiskey has to be there. David has what to be there. What song of Whiskey? Burner. What song of Burner? What song of David o? Just give us five. That um, like your updated playlist. Five. Oh my days. Uh, <laughs> you really put it on the on the heavy sports. Um, for me, basically, I definitely go to the old school ways. Okay, let's go. Because let's go. Yeah, well, the old school is um scatter the flow. Old school is Burner. Oh sugar, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of um Burner Boy song. I can imagine your playlist. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I, I, I just have to check my phone. Please I check your phone. Check You're allowed phone. to cheat. Oh, am I allowed to cheat? I okay, mean, we okay, do okay, have okay, cheat okay. days what? when we exercise. We have cheat days. So I, 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 oh, I yes. permit you. Yes. yes, okay, okay. And then um, Olamide, obviously. Um, Go down low. A young weather. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. So you just have to, for me, it's it's technically upbeat. I'm not saying the new ways isn't good. It's it's good, but I think the new ways is just, you know, the cool, common, collected ways, the subtle type. Mm. But uh, while training, definitely, I go back to Scatter the Flow. Um, um, what's it? This song he did with Run Town. I, I really can't remember most of them at the top of my head. So, yeah, updates technically for me. It's fine. No it's doubt. fine. I, now I understand the kind of playlist to expect when I'm training with you. Um, so, oh, yeah, is, definitely. Is there a social media handle that people can connect with you, try to just reach out and be like, okay, I enjoyed this conversation. Can you, can I, can I just talk to you or book you for a session? Is there like social media handle you can share with us or website? Oh, right. Yes, absolutely. At Skip Aftermath, at Skip Aftermath on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I really 
and then I think same same thing on Twitter as well. No website. No, not yet. Still working on it. Still okay. working on it. I mean, I'm rooting for you, man. Thank you so uh, much for thank your you. time. Thank you so much for sharing all of this information with us. I'm sure people are looking to hire a personal trainer or go to the gym would definitely know exactly where their mind should be. Uh, for those who want to also be like a personal trainer, there, there, there are lots of information in the chat. I mean, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and sharing all of this information with us on Africa Tech Radio. Thank you very much, Bookie, for having me. Obviously, I really enjoyed this conversation with you as well. And I'm looking forward to doing this again. Good time. Yes, guys, you can also follow us on Africa Tech Radio on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We are one click away. Just follow us. Until I come your way next time, from me to you, it's peace, love, and bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.